Today on the Tech Bytes podcast, we talk with sponsor Nokia about the Edge Network Controller. This is a Kubernetes-based application that lets you configure switch hardware in Edge cloud locations and support a NetOps environment for Edge deployments. Our guest is Wim Hendricks. He is head of IP technology and architecture at Nokia. Uh, Wim, welcome to the podcast. And before we get into the Edge Network Controller, can you give us some context around what Nokia means by Edge cloud and the use cases driving it? Yeah, first of all, what we see is that uh, edge clouds on, are on the rise, right? So edge clouds, we classify them as small data center, uh, typically located uh, closer to the end user. Eh? So typically they are even less than a rack, right? And why are they popular? Uh, of course, there is the promise of 5G and all the application that uh, it enables with lower latency, uh, local data processing, uh, sometimes it's deployed for privacy and security and stuff like that. So there is various use cases that are uh, being enabled uh, of it. And of course, if you look to uh, what is happening in uh, the 5G uh, space, so a lot of these uh, applications are getting uh, cloudified. Uh, so like the radio, so you have CloudRun, VRAM, uh, ORAM, mm-hmm. you have the user plane functions, you have mobile edge computing that is coming onto the right. So there is various applications that are being uh, cloudified in a cloud native way, as well as you see uh, a plethora of enterprise solutions, uh, let's say enabled on those edge cloud locations for the reasons that I mentioned, lower latency, local data processing and uh, privacy and security reasons. Okay, so two things. One is the location. It's as close to the workload or the end user as possible, but also you're talking about a, a small deployment. We're not talking a lot of gear, a lot of racks. Indeed, and, and this is where we have been focused because we have seen that there is actually a gap in the market to address uh, a low footprint type of environment that enables uh, the networking site in a in a very low footprint uh, yeah, type of environment that is uh, suitable for or that is actually enabled for these uh, edge cloud locations. Okay, so then let's get into the, the Nokia Edge network controller. I, I mentioned it's an application. Can you give us more details? What is it that I can do with it? Yeah, so the edge network controller is actually controlling the external networking equipment attached to those edge clouds, right? So for example, uh, anything that you can do through the CLI onto a device, we uh, enable through that edge network controller. So you can also classified as an SDN solution uh, that is sitting on the edge that controls the networking gear. So VLANs, IP subnets, EVPN constructs, even MPLS and stuff like that, all of these things that uh, we enable. What we essentially did is uh, these days, devices are driving towards a model-driven architecture, typically enabled through a Yang uh, model-driven framework. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. what we actually did is we uh, ensured that that all that configuration, but also the analytics, the metrics, the telemetry that those devices enable can be consumed uh, from that edge cloud. Uh, and basically, essentially what we did is we enabled that in a Kubernetes type of environment because we see that most of these cloud-native applications that are built on the edge are built within a Kubernetes type of environment. Mm-hmm. So what basically the edge network controller does, it actually extends Kubernetes with all of these networking constructs such that you can enable them in as the end based fashion. So what I'm thinking of here is that I've got a Kubernetes deployment, right? And that's very popular within the edge because it allows you to scale across multiple computers and apps run in containers and you have containers with different things in them. 
But Kubernetes doesn't handle networking well, either within itself where you might want to add, you know, people are always coming up with new ways to network in Kubernetes. Um, but certainly in terms of unifying the Kubernetes networking and how it reaches the outside world. So you still need to configure VLANs. You still need to configure IP routing and subnets and uh, access lists and segment micro-segmentation. So this is an app that sits as a CNI plugin inside of Kubernetes that does the Kubernetes networking as well as the physical networking. Is that right? Uh, we don't do the CNI side. So what we uh, what you see in Kubernetes is uh, typically you have apps and they do one thing very well, right? Mm. We do believe that the CNI space is a crowded market, right? And we mm -hmm. want to stay away from that. Where we see a gap today in this edge cloud is actually the control over the external networking, as you said, uh, Greg, right? So right, right. what the edge network controller actually does is ensures that now through the Kubernetes uh, ecosystem, we can also configure right. and get control over the external networks that actually connect those clouds uh, to the rest of the world. Right. So and if I'm doing configuration commands into kubectl or Helm, I'm now able to send configuration, physical network configuration directly to the Nokia edge network controller to match up. So kubectl might say, you know, this container gets this IP address, and then you're saying, hang on, that IP address doesn't exist. I need a VLAN and I need an IP routing and, and so forth for that. Yeah, indeed. And we do all of that uh, through the uh, Kubernetes native uh, constructs uh, rather mm. than trying to reinvent the wheel. So uh, indeed, so exactly as you said. Yeah. Right. So it finishes off that last piece. Kubernetes just assumes that the world stops where the Kubernetes ends. And, and in your case, you're doing it across multiple flavors of Kubernetes. So you're doing, there's a Nokia container services distribution, there's a native Kubernetes, there's Anthos and there's OpenShift. So this tool could bring together a, a single way to configure your physical network, especially at the edge, right? So factories, mining, and you've got these little data centers everywhere doing their things and you've got three, four, five switches there and you want to have a way to bring the Kubernetes container networking together with the physical. 100%, yeah. And that's exactly what uh, what the objective of the edge network controller is, to actually match the networking, which today has always been a separate thing. Eh? So, and see, networking is still special and remains special. <laughs> and But the edge <laughs> network controller brings that speciality inside of Kubernetes, right? Right, yeah. And yeah. the other important aspect is it's you can still segment and, and control who has access over which parameters. It's not because we brought it into Kubernetes now, it's only right. the Kubernetes people that can use it. You can mm. also still, from an RPAC point of view, say, okay, this person uh, with this authentication has access to these constructs and this person with this uh, uh, yeah, profile yeah. can have access to these. Yeah, I, I often say to people that Kubernetes is an incomplete solution because it doesn't do networking. It doesn't do storage and it doesn't do server management. It just assumes some or backups, right? Which are the four key things that you need, right? And somewhere along the line, you are going to have to buy a tool that does those four things. Now that might be, you know, ILO DRAC management for the server side. If, that, if you're going to have storage, you'll go and buy some sort of storage engine. And this is the same for networking. Indeed, yeah. And that's what we are, uh, the, the objective of the Edge Network Controller or its goal and its mission in life is to be the best in class to manage the external networking gear that is attached to those Edge Cloud uh, locations and manage them in a full declarative and what we call mm -hmm. cloud native uh, with true uh, cloud native operations uh, in mind.
Okay, so I get that I can log into this application and use it to manage physical networking gear at this edge location, but why why put it on Kubernetes when that's you know a lot of network engineers aren't even that familiar with Kubernetes? Yeah, so first of all, I think I, I mentioned that already before. Our network is special and we always build our own tools, right? Mm-hmm. Now, if you look to these edge locations, as we mentioned, footprint is extremely important. If a cost price footprint, uh, it's, it's, it's an extreme important parameter that, uh, that is, is there on those edge locations. Now, you can do basically two things. Either you can say, I built something completely different to actually manage the networking and build it alongside uh, of that Kubernetes environment. Mm-hmm. But you have to take care of many, many, many different things. And what you see typically is that the footprint that you require to enable uh, all the aspects of managing networking to its full glory is pretty substantial, right? And what you see is that the footprint doesn't is not sometimes allowed to, to be able to do that. So what we did is said, okay, no, let's do the other way around. Let's endorse Kubernetes and enable it with those networking parameters in order to actually reduce the footprint of that uh, uh, deployment. To give you a bit of context, the edge network controller consumes less than a virtual CPU. That's the amount of horsepower that we are talking about, right? And so that is very attractive because now you don't need three servers or or a bunch of of, uh, virtual CPUs to manage that application you can do that with a very low footprint. And this is a key, let's say, selling point for the edge network controller as we see uh, in the market. So I'm, I'm hearing a couple of things. One is I'm not requiring customers in a space or power constrained location to bring in an extra server or an appliance. I'm running on infrastructure that they've already got. And two, I'm not taking up a lot of that infrastructure. So I'm not t- stealing away resources from you know, application uh, processing and storage and so on, because you've, you've made such a lightweight uh, application. Indeed, yeah. And, and that's why we have endorsed Kubernetes, right? But as I said, networking is still special. So the edge network <laughs> controller is that speciality <laughs> that, that, uh, that we still uh, bring to the table. Now, also important is another aspect that is very important within the Kubernetes ecosystem is we leverage now all the tooling, right? So for example, you want to control, as I was mentioning before, who has access to what, right? So right. we use the tooling inside of Kubernetes for that. You want to uh, do compliance management. I say, okay, if I configure something, these are the parameters we always have to have, or this is the naming convention we want to have and stuff like that. You get that out of the box, right? Uh, we want to enable GitOps uh, as our uh, operation uh, tool frame that we are using uh, within the, the, the system. We enable that out of the box. So the other big benefit that we see by leveraging the Kubernetes uh, framework is using that whole ecosystem that is being developed for various uh, purposes and by various people. And that is another, I believe in certain markets, a very nice attribute for our customers because the cloud native operations that they are using for the, their application can now also be leveraged for the networking. Got it. So the networking team can get on board with, if you've got a CI CD initiative, uh, kind of DevOps or NetOps initiative, the networking team can now get into that pipeline essentially because you're all working from the same tool set. Is that the idea? 
Correct. Yeah. So for example, I, we have, I, there was a podcast on container lab. So it's an initiative that we have took uh, as well. So for example, if you say, okay, I have a bunch of network configuration that I want to actually apply onto the system. I run it through, let's say what we call a digital twin. Right? So I think of container lab as the networking digital twin. Yeah. You do your validation, you run your CICD pipeline uh, upon it. And then you basically, uh, once you see that all the test results that you get back from it are okay, you apply then the necessary uh, configuration snippets uh, onto the network through the uh, edge network controller. So all of that tooling that we just talked about is there. And we just enable our networking equipment to be part of that uh, complete ecosystem. And in terms of the networking equipment you work with, is it Nokia gear, the SR Linux, or do you work with third-party uh, equipment as well? So today we support both SROS and SR Linux, right? So which are, uh, if you, for people familiar with those systems, are very different Yang-based uh, modeling. Mm -hmm. So uh, as such, I, what we did in, in essence is we brought Yang-based managed devices in the Kubernetes uh, framework, right? Now, we have not released yet third party, but we have tested already internally and we uh, have the plans to actually also support third party hardware uh, going forward uh, with the Edge Network Controller product. Okay, so out of the gate, I'm starting with Nokia uh, switches and routers, but you've got uh, third party gear on your roadmap. Correct, yeah. yeah. Uh, and can I manage multiple Edge Network controllers from a single location, i.e. sort of a controller of controllers, or if I'm do I have to sort of log into individual locations to go and do the networking I need to do through Edge Network Controller? So the Edge Network Controller fits into a bigger, uh, let's say, solution within the Nokia portfolio. So in Mobile World Congress, we also launched our adaptive cloud networking. In that adaptive cloud networking, you see a network orchestration component, mm -hmm. which takes care of managing those multiple edge locations and managing them through a single pane of glass and, and manage that also through the same paradigm as we have done in the edge network controller using uh, leveraging Kubernetes to a full extent uh, for its uh, declarative uh, uh, way of working, but also because of then the ecosystem that is surrounding it for various uh, operational tooling. Okay, so just one more question before we wrap. We talked about edge network controller in regards to configuration. What about uh, visibility or telemetry? Is there uh, something you can do there as well for these network devices at the edge? Yeah, also that is covered with the edge network controller. So we enable uh, all the telemetry uh, configuration or the telemetry state that is enabled on the network devices. Uh, so as a Linux, as a OS. The application, so the Edge Network Controller uh, uses that data to do local event processing and then ships it uh, to central location for further data processing, which can be used for AI, ML, machine learning type of technologies or for uh, further analytics. So also, it's not only configuration, but it's also the assurance and the visibility and the observability that we cover with the Edge Network Controller. Well, if we've whetted your appetite to learn more about Edge Network Controller, just head over to Nokia.com and search for Edge Network Controller. We'll also have URLs in the show notes that accompany this podcast. Uh, thank you, Wim, for joining us, and thanks, Nokia, for being a sponsor. If you enjoyed this episode, you can find it and many more fine, free technical podcasts and our community blog. It's all at PacketPushers.net. You can follow us on Twitter at PacketPushers. Find us on LinkedIn, listen to us on Spotify, and rate us on Apple Podcasts. And last but not least, remember that too much networking would never be enough.